Welcome back, everyone, and welcome to 2021. While I don't have high expectations of the first six months of this year, there is a light at the end of the tunnel, a big, bright yellow light in the form of a vaccine that will allow us to eventually go places without masks, see our friends and family again, and most importantly, hug all the people. I, for one, cannot wait. I will accept hugs, expect that I will give hugs, hugs for everyone. As I want to do at the start of each year, we have a PESO model primer on today's Spin Sucks podcast episode. Why you need it, why your communications programs should evolve, how to measure it, and why executives love it. I mean, love. It's something they can wrap their arms around and they appreciate knowing what we do isn't some dark arts magic. They understand how what we do affects their business goals and how we can measure it too. So let's start this year off with some thoughts on how we might do more with the talents and skills we have in 2021. If you're a communications pro who works hard, doesn't compromise quality, and gets the job done, welcome home. We'll share our tips, tricks, and stories, and together we will change the face of PR. Spin sucks, but we don't. With the Spin Sucks podcast, here's Jenny Dietrich. Welcome back to the Spin Sucks podcast. I'm Jenny Dietrich. In the last decade or so, the business world has been upended with the introduction of social media and owned media and access to better data. This is good, but it also means change, and change is hard. Human beings don't always like change. Sure, we want the latest and greatest gadgets, iPhone 12, anyone? And we love to try new restaurants, especially, you know, when we can go back out to restaurants. But when it comes to our daily routines and how we're accustomed to doing things, it's not quite as exciting as a new flavor of potato chips or the new Brookie O Oreos. I can't decide if they look enticing or disgusting, but they're there. That's why the PR industry in particular has stayed somewhat stagnant. There are industry voices who will say any PR professional who says they can tie their efforts back to your business results is a snake oil salesman. I will raise my hand to that one. I've been called much worse, much worse, because I'm an advocate of tying results back to business goals. I've even had clients who've kind of rolled their eyes at me when we start to demonstrate results as if, gasp, oh my goodness, PR could actually take credit for those results. Groan. And on the other side, there are industry voices such as Tina McCorkendale, the president and CEO of Institute of Public Relations, who told PR Week, we absolutely can achieve the results that C-suite executives really care about. Those results are, of course, cold, hard cash. Some executives are a bit more willing to admit that sales has a big hand in this and will accept communications can drive marketing leads and marketing qualified leads before they become sales qualified. Either way, the work we do 100% affects whether or not someone buys or gives or volunteers or stays loyal. PR is marketing and sales and customer service. PR can generate leads, nurture them, and help convert them to sales. Oh my goodness, it can attract new donors and help raise money, and PR absolutely can provide value to an organization's stakeholders. Your PR team can do these things better if it uses an integrated PESO model and stops thinking of itself only as a brand enhancer and not a business driver. The PESO model takes the four media types, paid, earned, shared, and owned, and merges them together. Paid media, in this case, doesn't refer to big fancy commercials and highly creative print ads. 
On the contrary, paid media for communications program is social media advertising, sponsored content, and email marketing. Earned media is what you know as is either publicity or media relations. It's getting your name in print. It's having a newspaper or trade publication write about your organization. It's appearing on the new news to talk about the product, appearing on podcasts. It's what the PR industry is typically known for because it's one of the few tangible things we do until now. Shared media is also known as social media. It's evolving as well and continues to build beyond marketing or customer service teams using it. Organizations have begun to use it as their main source of communications internally and externally. It includes not just social networking, but community, partnerships, distribution, and promotion. And then owned media is otherwise known as content. It's something you own and it lives on your website or blog. You control the messaging and you tell the story in a way you want it told. When you integrate the four media types, you may find you also have influencer engagement, partnerships, and incentive programs that extend beyond your internal walls. And when the PESO model is working at its best, it can help you establish authority. Authority means you're a thought leader. Others see you as an expert, even your competitors. And Google links to you on the first page of results because it also sees you as an expert. This is the golden ticket, right? But how do you achieve it? We actually don't have to open a bunch of candy bars to get it. We can do it. We can control it on our own. The easiest place to start because you can control the messaging, the anchor text and the links is owned media. There is a four-step process to content creation and I'll drop a link in the show notes to show you how that works. And it includes the other three media types. I could do an entire series on content creation, and maybe I will, and how to get your subject matter experts to participate in the process. But for today's purpose, let's start with an editorial calendar. This will help keep you and your team of content producers on track and help your subject matter experts determine if the topics continue to work or need to be tweaked or completely abandoned. It's a great way to both generate ideas and hold people accountable. It is simply a schedule of content topics that helps ensure you always have a supply of written, visual, and auditory content. There are lots of ways you can create your editorial calendar. You can use a tool such as CoSchedule. You can use our fancy PESO model certification content map or just use a spreadsheet. How you do it is entirely up to you. The point is to use a system that will actually work and allow you to continue to create or repurpose content sufficiently. In just a minute, I'll be back to talk to you about how to use the PESO model in your communications program. I'll be right back. There are two things I want you to know about. The first is the Fundamentals of Media Measurement course that we just launched with Muckrack, and the second is the PESO model certification. Both will help you evolve your career this year as you learn how to measure your work using the PESO model to get you there. The Fundamentals of Media Measurement course can teach you how to measure your earned media efforts create a successful measurement strategy, and report on your success. It will take you about two hours, but it has quick bite-sized lessons you can take when convenient. It has actionable tips, step-by-step approaches, and examples from Jonna Burke, Christopher Penn, and me. Go to mrac.co slash spinsucks to learn more, get registered, and start your measurement journey today. That's mrac.co slash spinsucks. Please be sure to use that link because I get a gold star every time someone registers, and I love gold stars. And for those of you who need to evolve your career, learn how to integrate the work you do with marketing and amp up your measurement efforts, the PESO model certification is for you. 
Step up your game with an academically accredited Payson model certification from Spin Sucks and the SI Newhouse School of Public Communications at Syracuse University. Learn more about that by going to spinsucks.com slash academy, or you can go to spinsucks.com and click on academy in the navigation. And now back to the show. Okay, now it's time to use the Payson model. You have the content and you'll use shared media to distribute it paid media to amplify it, and earned media to rubber stamp it. Shared media is definitely not a one-size-fits-all, but there are some good rules of thumb to start with and then test for your own audiences. On Twitter, on the day your content is published, tweet the link four times, three or four hours apart. On day two, tweet it twice, and once on day three. We like to use CoSchedule because you can create a template that will allow you, if you want, to share your content up to a year. It's kind of a lot, but if you want to do it, they allow you to do that. After the first week of publication, you can share some of your content on Twitter once a week, once a day, twice a day, for an entire year, however you want to do it. You'll notice now when you see things on Twitter that are a couple of months old, it's probably because they're using this kind of template. While the algorithm of Facebook changes constantly and it continues to change so only those who pay get their content to show up in the news feeds of their followers, you don't want to ignore your page. Post your content there once a day and then consider sponsor content as part of your paid media campaign. Keep in mind that while you can post to both Instagram and Facebook at the same time, it doesn't mean you should. There are lots of things you can do on Instagram that aren't as effective on Facebook, things such as collections and stories. We have a Paisal model collection on Instagram, which allows people to get bite-sized tips on how to use it. Think about how you can do something similar. On LinkedIn, post once a day to your personal account, your company page, your showcase page, and to the groups you belong to. And then the others. It's important not to ignore Reddit, Pinterest, TikTok, and some of the others. Test post in some of those spots just once a day or couple times a week and see what happens. For instance, if you have a nice image on a piece of content and you pin it to a board on Pinterest, it could help drive a good amount of new readers. Now paid media. Paid media may be in the form of paid amplification such as Outbrain or Sprinkler, sponsored content, native advertising, or sponsorships of influential blogs. It could also take the form of sponsored content on Facebook or Twitter or LinkedIn. You can start with a budget of as little as $5 a day. LinkedIn also often offers free advertising coupons to those who use the social network often, so take advantage of those. While you don't want to spend money to sponsor all of your content, it's a good idea to test it with one piece each month. I go into greater detail on how to do this in the communicator's playbook. Then earned media. Now it's time to build relationships with industry bloggers, journalists, and other influencers who may share your content after they learn who you are and what value you might bring to their readers or followers. On Twitter, create a list of bloggers and journalists you want to collaborate with. This will make it easy to follow them, share their work, and start conversations with them. Create a list of books and podcasts you want to review. Every author and podcaster needs reviews and ratings to gain more traction. They may be appreciative of the work you do there and may be willing to do something for you in return. On LinkedIn, create tags such as influencer, blogger, journalist, or super cool kid so you can easily follow what they post and then share, share, share. This may lead to new relationships where you can ask them to share your content later. On Pocket, create a list of bloggers to watch. Then, anytime they publish new content, share it with your own networks. 
Eventually, these influencers may share your content included in their own content or interview you for a piece they're producing. Next up is owned media, which is, of course, content that you own. I don't consider content that's created specifically for social media or on places such as LinkedIn, Pulse, or Medium owned content. While you own the content that you have published there, if any of those sites go away, you lose that content. You no longer own it. If you want to truly own it and never lose it, always, always, always publish on your site first and then use those outposts for distribution and promotion. Answer questions customers, clients, prospects, loyalists, stakeholders, your family, and even the trolls ask. Build your content so one big piece can be repurposed into several smaller pieces. If you do that, you'll make it seem like you are everywhere all at once. Now that you have a PESO model working well for your content, it's time to determine the PR metrics and be certain it's working. For each media type, there are different metrics to track. For paid media, it certainly depends on the tactics you use under this umbrella, but it could include some of the following. Social media marketing, such as Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, or Twitter ads, and your boosted content. Landing pages and how many people download your content and go into your email marketing database. Increases in the qualified leads in your email marketing database, so not just the number, but are they actually qualified. New fans or followers who come from reading your sponsored content, leads, and conversions. I like paid media the most from a measurement standpoint because of all the data that we have available. And I got to say, LinkedIn advertising, LinkedIn ads makes you a little bit obsessive because it works so well and they give you so much information and you're like, oh my gosh, so-and-so downloaded our piece of content. They came to our site. They subscribed to the blog. They did this, they did this. Like you can tell exactly. You can become a little obsessive about it. Just saying. Earned media got its name because you garner results from the relationships you earn with influencers, bloggers, and journalists. To measure the effectiveness, consider the following metrics for here. Influencer scoring. Does an influencer with 10,000 followers have the same score as someone with only 1,000? It could very well be that the person with 1,000 followers can incentivize purchase with 10% of his or her followers, while the person with 10,000 followers can incentivize purchase with only 1%. Which would you rather have? How much web traffic comes from a story about your organization? See if those news outlets and blogs are sending visitors to your website. Do you have an increase in new audiences? If you have access to the customer relationship management software, what is the number of new email subscribers that resulted from the story? Has there been an increase in domain authority, particularly if the story is on a high authority site? Has there been an increase in search rankings for the topic for which the story is about? For shared media, you have to track the number of fans and followers because sharp declines or a trend of decreasing followers will tell you something is wrong. But an increase week after week do not results make. The following do. Are you using brand ambassadors to help spread the word about your products or service? If you are, track their effectiveness. Assign points to things such as likes, retweets, shares, and comments. This gives you numerical data on whether something works. Use unique URLs, coupons, discount codes, or even telephone numbers only in your social media efforts. This will tell you whether you're getting results from these efforts. And then owned media. The beauty of owned media is it completely integrates with the other three media types. So think about the following. You want to pay attention to unique visitors, time spent on the site, and bounce rate. That's at the very top. Those things, such as an increase or decrease, can indicate success or failure. 
If you have an organized owned media program, you're likely distributing through email marketing. When you integrate your content with this paid media tactic, you can track things such as downloads and shares. Do people download the content? Do they read or watch or listen to it once it's been downloaded? Is it so good they can't help but share it with their communities? Are people sharing your content? This is important to know because it provides proof to a new reader that you know what you're doing and what you're talking about. Track the effectiveness of a community, the people who comment on and share your content by whether they're referring business to you. This is a little bit easier in B2B than B2C, of course. And is it driving sales? Yes or no? Just like with paid media, you know whether or not your content is actually driving sales. If you start with the content you've created and use the peso model to distribute it, it can help you find success you can build on. Start with just one piece and move from there. Walk, then jog then run, and then you can fly. There are lots and lots and lots and lots and lots of peso model advocates, but it was created by Spin Sucks. If you'd like to use the peso model graphic, I will drop a note in the show notes where you can download it under Creative Commons. And if you'd like to learn more about how to build and scale an integrated communications program, one that drives real business results and shows the PR value clients care about, executives care about, you can become PESO model certified today. Find more information about the certification at spinsucks.com academy. That's spinsucks.com academy. I'll see you next week. If you're ready to change the face of PR, make sure you subscribe to the Spin Sucks podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, leave us a rating and a review. 